This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert. On this channel, we talk Kanye West and what, <laughs> what a day. It's going to be, this is a doozy to talk about. So today unleashed a battle between people arguing who's right between Kanye and Kim when it comes to North having a TikTok when she's eight years old. And you have people really debating the merits of like, is it that bad? Is it okay? And then you have a whole other discussion of whether or not you care about the social media stuff and where you fall on the idea of an eight-year-old having TikTok. Should one parent put information out there in the public like this? And you have people saying that Ye's wrong for going this route. He should have kept it private, who feel very strongly that way. But then there are kind of arguments about why someone on Kanye's level would take this public. I mean, a lot of people just think Kanye's Kanye, right? Of course he goes public with it. That would be his first response, but maybe it's not. So we're going to get into a lot of talking points. And my overall stance on this, uh, well, we'll get to that here and there, but there's there's a lot to go through as Ye made multiple posts, Kim responded. I'm sure you've heard some of the details, but we're going to get like the broader scope. TikTok has even responded at this point. So you can see here everything kicked off with Kanye posting this picture of North's TikTok. And it says, since this is my first divorce, which is uh, a bit of a, a reference to Kim having three divorces at this point. And Kanye is just like, you know, educate me. This is my first one. You know, Kim's had three. Maybe she knows more about this than I do. But I need to know what I should do about my daughter being put on TikTok against my will. And yeah, that's a that's a big it's a big uh, talking points. And it's one that Ye has actually mentioned in the past in 2020, I think it was, if not 2019, he talked about how there should be a Jesus talk because TikTok can be racy, which given that it's like a very popular medium for teenagers, I remember in a lot of the 2010s, people were wondering if Instagram was like too racy for teens to be on. And then you have TikTok, which is just like a whole other level with that. And of course, there's like very like positive, like fun areas of TikTok. But a lot of the, like the mainstream popular aspects of TikTok uh, get into some moral gray areas at best, right? Uh, so Ye was talking about how we need Jesus talk where you could have something that is more family friendly, but uses the same technology, the same platform that's as groundbreaking as TikTok is, but isn't as uh, audacious in terms of what is being presented to people. Um, a little safer, right? That you can have a kid looking at it and not be worried about what they'll see. Essentially like TikTok with parent locks. I don't know why I'm focusing on this point, but he talked about it in 2019, 2020, was saying that we need like Jesus talk. He talked about before that he didn't want North on uh, TikTok or even on Instagram wearing lipstick, right? He's been very protective of her on social media, which has gotten into part of the debate, right? Because you have people that are just like, yeah, I wouldn't let my kid on social media when they're eight years old, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Most of these platforms have age restrictions anyway. Like you're not supposed to be 
on TikTok unless you're 13 years old, right? Or if you're under 12, you're supposed to be in like a young kids section, which is what this uh, photo down here is. TikTok for younger users, which is something that Ye posted. Uh, Instagram has an age limit that's not <laughs> eight years old, right? So I think generally companies agree that kids under that age shouldn't be on, but like I'm somebody that grew up watching R-rated movies, right? I was eight years old and watching Terminator 2. I was six years old and watching Predator and Alien and Con Air. We had HBO and I just have HBO on as like <laughs> a six-year-old, a seven-year-old, an eight-year-old, like watching these shows and movies. Like I'd see episodes of Oz and Oz is like a very intense show for a 10-year-old to be watching where I had friends that couldn't even see a PG-13 movie until they turned 13, right? People with these kinds of like exposing their kids to things in terms of movies or video games or the internet in general, like people have different levels of comfortability with that where some are very open of like, well, we'll talk with our kid. We'll let them explore and deal with things as they come up. And others are very traditional about it. Like, no, you're not going to do that until this age. And that's the way that it's going to be. And opinions will always vary on that. Right. And it's going to be case by case kid by kid, parent by parent. I don't think there's really a right answer there. And that's something that Kim started to get into in her response, uh, where she talks about as the parent who is the main provider and caregiver for our children, which is kind of an outrageous thing to say in general. Like that's one of those things that you put in, like Ye's a billionaire. He's contributing like a, a ton of money to whatever they need to do, right? And Kim's also a billionaire at this point. So it's like the main provider label is kind of non-applicable in their situation, but she is like the main parent, right? They live with Kim. They spend most of their time with Kim. So that's a, another way to say it, but main provider just feels like that's one of the issues that we're going to get into is Kanye going public with things because he feels like he has to go public because the Kardashians are media experts and have like websites at their disposal. Like they say something to TMZ and because of the relationship, well, maybe I should, they say something to a website that might be like TMZ and it'll get published the way they want it framed because of the uh, dynamic or relationship that's shared between them. So Ye has talked about it. Jason Lee has talked about it, that a lot of these stories that you see out in the press presenting the Kardashians a certain way versus presenting Ye a certain way are done at the request of somebody that works for the Kardashians, like their PR person, their main PR person, who Ye ends up calling out in one of his other posts right here. Tracy Romulus is the one that's kind of been uh, framing how everything is, which is often framing Kim as this resilient, silent woman that's doing her best with Ye being this like outrageous guy that's causing all this drama all the time. And why won't he just talk behind the scenes? But we also don't know necessarily what's going on behind the scenes. Like how many times has Ye texted about this? We heard him say that he had his cousins try to talk to Kim about it. Uh, we know that he's publicly been opposed to this in the past. And now here we are years later, and it's still an issue where Ye feels like you shouldn't have North in any of these videos doing dances, especially dances to some of the, like there was one where she's just doing like a little shuffle, but the song that she's singing to is like adult, like hip hop lyrics. We were like, oh man, okay. <laughs> um, 
and like that kind of thing, right? Where's the line? So Ye's line is very like, no. <laughs> and Kim's line is saying like, I'm doing my best to protect our daughter while also allowing her to express her creativity in the medium that she wishes with adult supervision. So some people will be like, yeah, you know what? Like TikTok is a new thing for the generation that we didn't have growing up. But if we did, I'm sure most of us would try to be on it, would want to be making videos, right? The comments are turned off. Kim's monitoring things. <sighs> what is the harm in doing this is some of the conversation that I've seen, uh, which stepping back, like generally I would agree with that. I think that would be the argument, right? For like my parents letting me see um, what Jean-Claude Van Damme's movie Bloodsport when I'm <laughs> six years old versus like my friends not being able to watch Jurassic Park until they were 13 years old, right? Uh, there's no real objectively right answer in that case. But I think the the subplot here that Ye didn't straight up say, but is something that might be a consideration or something in the back of his mind is that the Kardashian family built an empire off of the social media marketing of Chris's three daughters, right? Courtney, Kim, Chloe. And then had a whole second wave of daughters in Kendall and Kylie come up in the aftermath of that. So you saw how they built up three personalities, turned them into social media stars, turned them into reality TV stars, and then had this next generation of Kendall and Kylie come up and they did essentially the same thing. Introduce them into the um, ecosystem of it all and then slowly built them up until they were on the same level as Kim, Courtney, Chloe, and they had these huge, massive stars that were very based in like Instagram culture and all kind of the debate about how good or bad that culture is, but they were shaped into it. And now here you have Ye seeing his own daughter being brought into the social media ecosystem by a mom who you know, might just be doing this thing, right? Like North's very interested in this. We're doing safe TikToks that have my supervision that I think aren't crossing a line. If Kanye does think that's crossing a line, we're just in disagreement about how good or bad that is. But it could also be that like, Ye's worried about the fact that like, are they trying to make my daughter a Kardashian and build a brand for her that they can then make part of the empire, right? It Even the account is like North and Kim, like leveraging Kim's branding. It's an adult account. They're making money off of it. I think I would imagine it's getting millions and millions of views. There has to be a concern, especially with Ye having been part of the family and seeing how they developed Kylie, Kendall, everything. I imagine that it's not quite as simple as just like North being on social media, <laughs> the same way it would be for us, right? Like if I had a kid that I was allowing on social media and you had a kid that you weren't allowing on social media, we're just average people where it's not going to have the same attention, maybe even the same impact as whatever's going on here. So it's one of those things where it's like how Kim is displaying the narrative doesn't necessarily get at all the intricacies of what could be going on and why Ye could be so opposed to this. Uh, and then we also don't know how many times he's talked with her about it and to no avail. Anyway, so he, she starts with saying, Kanye's constant attacks on me in interviews and on social media is actually more hurtful than any TikTok North might create, which 
is it objective either? I mean, neither could be good, <laughs> um, but it's definitely not all that helpful. Um, which is the thing, like, I'm not defending Kanye going public as like, he should, yeah. I mean, ideally, no, they handle everything behind the scenes and it doesn't have to be brought out into this way to where when the kids get older, they're just like, or even now, they're aware of this. Like, other kids at school being like, wow, your parents are fighting online. Like, that is a problem. Um, so, yeah, but if it's also communication behind the scenes is not going well, we've seen that Ye has felt that the Kardashians only respond to him in the way that he wants when he goes public with things, right? The same way that he was doing in 2020 when he was in Wyoming, uh, the same way that he did when he was trying to go to Chicago's birthday party. It seems like whatever's going on behind the scenes, especially with the way stories are being put into the media, Ye talked about that in Hollywood Unlocked, that he feels like oftentimes they're taking quick shots at him through the media or in these ways that aren't visible to everybody else. So that when Ye finally reacts in the way that he did, everybody just goes, oh, he must be crazy. Like he's freaking out. He's in the wrong when they don't know all of these things that were going on behind the scenes that got him to this point. Um, so I ideally private, but at the same time, we have no idea what's gone on in private. And if this is his first resort, or if he feels this is one of his last resorts after years of trying to have these conversations and like it's still happening. So, okay. Um, divorce is difficult enough on our children and Kanye's obsession with trying to control and note the obsession with trying to control and manipulate our situation so negatively and publicly is only causing further pain for all. From the beginning, I wanted nothing but a healthy and supportive co-parenting relationship because it is what is best for our children, and it saddens me that Kanye continues to make it impossible every step of the way. There's such a dramatic language to that because we don't know how he's made it impossible every step of the way. Like, have there been other problems? All we know right now is that he couldn't get to a birthday party and he's upset about North on TikTok. Has he been doing other things? Like what more has been going on that he's been ruining it's like a hefty accusation without a lot of evidence to really back it up especially because it's not like they've been divorced for three months or something it's been a year like over a year at this point and we didn't hear about any of this going on through most of 2021 so it's just like what's changed hmm. and then I, part of me does fear that this is them starting to lay the groundwork for language for trying to do like a media battle for Kim to try to claim sole custody or something like that. And you're starting to see this language be put into effect of like, see, we tried, but there's nothing to be done. So I am going to the courts. I don't think they'll do that, but just reading the intensity of some of that language has me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> anyway, she goes, I wish to handle all matters regarding our children privately, and hopefully he can finally respond to the third attorney he has had in the last year to resolve any issues amicably. So just pointing out that communication with him has been difficult, and I guess they've been trying to talk through attorneys. Um, I guess that's, I mean, people do that, but has he tried other methods? Does he not want to try the attorney? have they not talked at all like 
not through the attorney? Like, has he texted? Has she called? What's going on? So it just seems on both sides, to me, on both sides, things are just in a messed up situation as it feels like Ye doesn't feel like he's being heard and Kim feels like she's not getting any of the distance that she wants, uh, which is difficult because both of them might be right. And it's just a matter of like, Ye wants a little more say than what Kim feels is appropriate. And Kim's not giving Ye like the say that he feels is appropriate. Uh, it's messy. All of this stuff is messy. But Ye responds with, what do you mean by main provider? Yeah, right? Like, that's a fair question. America saw you try to kidnap my daughter on her birthday, but not by not providing the address, uh, which gets back to Chicago's birthday, right? He got an invitation for this party and it was a little muddied. And this was one of the things I was talking about when it comes to like the Kardashians and media outlets. Like immediately after Ye made that video, where he's just like, I'm trying to go to my daughter's birthday party. They won't tell me where it is. We saw like all these stories showing up in TMZ of like Kardashians say blah, 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 blah. A close, a source close to the family said blah, 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 blah. And it just felt like right from the mouth, right? Like we're not saying this. We're having TMZ say it. And that's one of the things like they always have a layer of protection between what they say and like what is put out into the world. So if people are like going to comment on it, they're like, oh, the Kardashians have been so like quiet and peaceful during the divorce while Ye is the one that's saying all these things publicly. He looks bad. They look like like martyrs in some sense, right? When we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, when they're putting these stories out there, they're speaking, they're contributing to the public discourse and perception, but they're just not doing it themselves. It's very Machiavelli. It's like probably the smarter way of going about it but it's also like it doesn't mean that they're completely blameless in the situation all the blame is on Ye. um but in that day he's saying that he got the invitation and at first you got like oh there was just a mix-up you know sources tell the family like he was always supposed to like be there but oh he was supposed to pick up north and go do his own party and then it morphed to Kim was confused because he was never supposed to be at the party. He was doing a separate events, but then he ended up wanting to go. And it's just like, was he invited or wasn't he? Like, was he doing a separate events and was never supposed to be there? But if he was picking her up to take her to the separate events, should he have known the location anyway so he could pick her up? I don't know. I mean, maybe there's a logical thing where if I had more information, I'd be like, oh, okay, one side makes more sense than the other. But at least from that perception, it seems like you see a lot of attempts to control the narrative in their favor versus just what Ye's saying. Like, I was supposed to go. They didn't tell me what it actually was. It was kind of a, a fake invite, right? And he had to call multiple people in order to go see his daughter at this birthday party. Anyway, uh, you put security on me inside of the house to play with my son. So apparently he's being like watched by security when he's at the house just to play with his kid, which is also a complicated situation because I feel like most families, uh, like the one parent doesn't hang out at the other parent's house to like play with the kid. But there's different levels of co-parenting, right? Like two people, one couple that's divorced might not talk at all and just do like the drop off, not say anything while another couple might be close enough where something like that happens. But then they're also so wealthy <laughs> that, you know, just going inside the house might not be like a bad thing. Um, then accused me of stealing, but accused me of stealing is like, it's kind of messed up too. Like, 
what? <laughs> That's the first time we're hearing anything of that. I had to take a drug test after Chicago's party because you accused me of being on drugs. That's also the first time we heard anything about that. And I mean, there were people anytime Ye goes public with anything, right? Uh, they accuse him of being like crazy, manic, high, right? So the fact that he's like posting this stuff to social media, which Jason Lee said he was the one that told Ye to post. Um, and you saw how calm Ye was. Obviously, he was a bit impassioned because he did want to go see his daughter, but it's not like he was raving like, let me see my kid. He's just like, I want to go see my kid. It's her birthday. She needs to see her dad and know that I'm there. Um, but then accusing him of being on drugs and like drug testing him is like, wow. Though I did see somewhere that people had to get COVID vaccines or get vaccine tested or not vaccines. Uh, they had to get COVID tested. And maybe that's it. Like he had to get like the drug test for COVID, but maybe they took the other drug test. I don't know. But Tracy Romulus stopped manipulating Kim to be this way. And Ye's talked a few times over the last few months about Kim's PR person and the way that Kim's PR person gets at Kim, like makes Kim think certain ways. And that's Tracy Romulus. So it just seems like he's now calling Tracy out by name rather than just keeping it as like PR person. Uh, Tracy and Kim are very, very close. They've been friends for a minute. You can find them on Instagram together like quite often. Like her kids are really good friends with North. So that's also kind of messy and unfortunate. Um, but then we had Ye post this <laughs> saying, oh no, it was Easy Mafia that said we need Jesus talk, but it's downloading TikTok and it's the terms and conditions. So it's like after Kim talks about like, you know, you can finally respond to your third attorney and Ye kind of calls her out again. Ye gets like legal on her. <laughs> like you want to talk attorneys, you want to talk like, you know, the legality of our co-parenting situation. Well, here we go. Downloading TikTok. To sign up for TikTok, you must first pass through an age gate to get you into the right TikTok experience. In the US, if you're under 13 years old, you'll be placed into our TikTok for younger users experience, which has additional privacy and safety protections designed specifically for this audience, which is kind of what he wanted with Jesus Talk, right? Uh, if we learn that a person under the age of 13 is using or posting content on TikTok without using TikTok for younger users, they will be removed. So even though Kim is the one managing that account, like, you know, supervised by an adult, it's still an adult, uh, an account for North that's mostly featuring North. It's not like Kim's main account that North's appearing on. So I think to me, that means it qualifies for the younger users experience, but it's not currently in the younger users experience category. And there were people saying like, well, because Kim manages it, it's okay. I don't think so. I think like, I mean, you could maybe argue it just theoretically, but if we're talking by the rules established by TikTok, probably not. Um, and then we've given the app a 12 plus rating specifically so caregivers can access the device level Apple and Android controls built into your family's devices. If you don't want your teen to download our app, you can prevent them from doing so using the parental controls. So yay is like a parental controls kind of person. So then Jason Lee, who runs Hollywood Unlocked and has kind of been yay's like to yay what TMZ is to the Kardashians says, as previously reported, Kanye West has expressed on Instagram earlier today that he didn't want his daughter posted on TikTok. So they reached out to TikTok. And TikTok said, after this was brought to our attention, we saw what was posted on social media and the account is currently under review, uh, which Jason Lee was on Clubhouse and said that he spoke with TikTok and that the account is in violation, even with Kim supervising. He said he's about to post 
Oh my goodness. He's about to post it soon on Hollywood Unlocked IG page. He wasn't lying. Yay wasn't lying. So even TikTok is saying like, yeah, no, that's that's not right. Like that's not how it should be. And now that they're getting called out. And then Ye posted one last thing saying, TMZ, my children are not a game to me. I need an apology for how you tried to spin the narrative. You are not being a fair media source. You're picking sides against the dad. And that's because they had this headline here, Kanye West shades Kim Kardashian over Northwest on TikTok. And just making it this thing like Kanye, you know, is a concerned father and at odds with like Kim on TikTok. Like there's any number of ways you could write that headline, but they made it as like Kanye shades Kim, <sighs> which does make him see more of the villain in this situation, right? He's the aggressor. He's the one taking this public action. I don't know. My dog is barking outside. So just. So yeah, yay calling out TMZ, which. Yeah, they've taken a lot of shots at him recently, but one of the the highlights of this whole situation, which, you know, just blew up all over situ uh, social media in the news, is uh, the kind of shout outs that uh, Shy City Loves Ye and Correcting Ye headlines got. You can see here in the post, like positive corrected headlines about Kanye West, con Correcting Ye headlines just started their accounts in December. And has been doing this like fun thing where wherever there's this dramatic headline from TMZ or page six, they go through and just like corrected Kanye West wants to say on how his children are raised and just showing how different the headline could be and how it changes the tone of the headline. Kanye West shades Kim over Northwest on TikTok makes Ye the aggressor, right? And puts it not on Ye wanting to be a parent and have a say in a situation where he's a legal co-parent. It makes it sound like he's just attacking Kim or making this drama with Kim, which wasn't his intention. His intention was to have something be done about North on TikTok, not necessarily attack Kim. And she mentioned, I forgot to say this earlier, she mentioned like in interviews that Ye has attacked her. And the things that I've heard, he's been very like complimentary towards Kim. Uh, like I thought he was complimentary towards her in the drink champs interview, if I'm remembering correctly, but like critical of the nannies and the PR person. Right. Uh, and then in the Jason Lee interview, I thought he was also very like nice in what he was saying about Kim, but then critical about some other aspects like Pete's or whatever else. But I don't remember at least off the top of my head, something where I was just like, Oh, that was mean. Um, even when he was upset about not being able to see like Chicago on her birthday, like I don't think he was like attacking Kim in any kind of interview, huh? Anyway, uh, but I, I just think it's cool that we get to see correcting yay headlines in Shy City get like some shout outs here. So, like earlier today, correcting yay headlines was just at like what a thousand followers, and now they're up to almost 5,000. And like, guys, I'm shaking Kanye, thank you, you made my life. Like, that's a that's a huge deal for them. And then Shy City Loves Ye, if I remember correctly, they had their page permabanned, like a version of their page uh, a year or two ago. And they were up to like, I don't know if it was 50,000, 100,000, 150,000 followers. And to have to start over again is just so brutal. Like if we lost our Twitter account, I may just, I don't know. <laughs> or if like we lost our YouTube account, I, I don't know. Like I might just 
go do other things. But like Shy City Loves Ye has stuck with it. And to kind of get this recognition that like Ye's seen your account, he's posted your account. I think that's like a nice silver lining in what has been a very dramatic day. So I don't know. It's it's a <laughs> what a conversation to have, right? And the fact that now we're even having this very public conversation about North and um, TikTok, I think, is the thing that some of the critics are like, "Yeah, this is why like this shouldn't be public because now all of these people are debating like not just Kim and Ye, but like North and what North should be doing and shouldn't be doing, and how will those kinds of conversations trickle down to the people that are around her." you know, just in her life, like other kid friends or friends of those friends uh, that are going to talk with her about what's going on, you know? Uh, but then also at the same time, like, yeah, we have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. So, I mean, we'll see what the happens next with all of this. If TikTok responds more, if like North's account is going to get banned, if Ye and Kim are going to find better ways to communicate, uh, for both of them and what each of them need or what's going on. But of course, as things happen, we'll be here to talk about it. So that's it for this video. Until next time, stay. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.